Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are going through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs one minute at a time. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And I'm Kestra Dorowski. We are once again joined by Cassandra and Norman from Lord of the Rings Minute. Welcome back for a Thursday episode. Yay, happy yeah. Thursday. Yeah, thank you for having us on again. Uh, we are enjoying it. We've got Minute 24 today, which begins with the dwarfs marching and singing Hi-Ho, and ends with the dwarfs marching past a waterfall at dusk, and the singing is decrescendoing. I used, yes. I used a music term. Yes, Aren't you proud you of me, Kestra? Yeah, I am, but you asked me what the term was. You didn't have to tell everyone that. <laughs> There's not a <laughs> It's not like a Validation. separate term for that. It's it's just decrescendoing. Yeah, decrescendo. Yeah. You were you played a musical instrument. You should yes. know this. Uh, okay, I played a musical I, I, instrument. I learned to play the piano, and I didn't know this. I, I, played, I played trumpet in middle school and early high school, so it was it was a long time ago. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Kestra plays enough instruments for all the seven dwarfs. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yes. Um, I just realized a weird thing about myself when it comes to playing a musical instrument. I have not played a musical instrument in the same amount of time that I've been since I started playing Magic. Oh, together. <laughs> uh, that's a, I so, never realized that. that. Time went. That's because you're a nerd. That's that's an interesting <laughs> thing to realize about myself. Um, so I have an example, I think, of possibly uh, the Mandela effect. Uh, at work in this minute, which has come up before in this movie, where the queen doesn't say mirror, mirror, she says magic mirror. Yes. Mm. I yeah. always think of this song as um, off to work we go they instead of me home from work. They do sing it again briefly. But that would be the reprise, but not the real the song. Reprise, but the right. real song is so hi-ho, like, hi-ho. I would say people sing this more often when they're going towards work than when they're finishing work because yeah. when they're going towards work, they need that extra bump of motivation. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's such a good but, motivational song. Yeah, so I think it's a better song for going to work and coming home from work. I'm like, I'm not going to sing. I'm just going to go home. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm just going to go home. Yeah. What, you don't exactly. get excited to see me when you come home from work? I am, I am excited <laughs> to see you, but, but I don't need the bump of motivation to get home from work because I know I'm going to come home and see my wonderful wife. Aww. I'm sorry. It's okay for us to like do these jokes. It's like couples week. <laughs> almost. It's almost like a double date. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're the first time we've had two guests on at once and you guys are a couple. So <laughs> it works. Yeah. Okay. I also want to talk about the vault. This is the minute my brother, John, who's going to be on next week. This is what he wanted to talk about. But we, we bumped him for you guys because you guys have a podcast. <laughs> he does. Talk about it. Uh, uh, and he's only been a guest on podcasts before. But uh, that vault is the least secure diamond vault in the entire world. I know. There's not even like a, there's not a, like a safe like mechanism. And then he no, just it's, it's the just key a key. And the then he goes, also says vault. Yeah, it says yeah. vault. And then he unlocks it, and he almost took the key with him, but he 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 was forgetting that the key's place is on a hook <laughs> next to the vault. Maybe they're just banking on no one having any idea it's there. Kind of like, you know, Snow White didn't know their house was there. The animals showed her. Right. Animals are yeah. Gonna they steal seem the to diamonds. be fairly fairly secluded. Yeah, uh, a fair bit of isolation. But then why would you lock it? It's true. Maybe so that one of them does. 
Do or, they not trust like, each other? Or the but animals, the key's right there. The, the animals, maybe? Maybe they don't want animals getting in? I don't know. I don't know. Also, that vault is, like, there are bags upon bags upon bags in there. Like, you can see it, if you look closely, that there's already at least, like, five bags of diamonds in there. And mm-hmm. then they throw in two more. <laughs> and almost dopey with it. If they're locking it to keep animals out, that doesn't really make sense because these animals are sophisticated and articulate enough to use, like, to like a dish yeah. like, and washing <laughs> like, dishes, washing dishes and pumping water. Yeah. So they can they can totally work a key. Okay. What? New theory. What All if right. it's not to keep someone out? What if it's to keep the diamonds or something else in? Ooh. The thing what that Vault sings is back the name to them. of the monster. Vault. Vault is the name of the diamond monster. So they 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 dig the diamonds to appease this monster mm-hmm. at the end of Named the day. Named Vault. Oh my gosh! See this this is the kind of content that. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's okay for the key to be right there because it's on the outside of the door. Yes. Huh. But then, would you trust Dopey to lock the door? Well, I did almost forget. But I think it's okay. <laughs> it is, I like this a, new theory that Vault is the name like of a monster. Like a shed, like a garden shed, then a vault, too. It's. Yeah. They're yeah. calling it a vault, but like, it, it's, it's just not. a little cave. <laughs> it's just like a little brick shack. Yeah, a like. little shaft. It reminds me of playing Minecraft, like just dumping all your stuff into a chest and then going somewhere else. Just like you have <laughs> no No one will think to check the chest. Yeah, well. <laughs> And then you lock it to keep the little creepers and the monsters out? I don't, I don't know. Right? Because they don't know how to use locks. Right? They'll just stare at you through your door's windows, <laughs> but they don't know how to use the door. I don't know. But yeah, this this vault is like, it's a weird little gag. I think it's mostly for the gag of Dopey throwing the the bag in. Mm-hmm. Um, do yeah. you think it's supposed to be a gag that the key is right there? Like, is that a joke? Or did they just like, they're like, yeah, yeah it'll just hang up the key. It's probably just supposed to be, like, a joke, but it really, like... Because it doesn't track like a big joke. I don't think that would have been one of those $5 gags where an animator would have, rec- or like, said, th- come up with this idea, and then... Yeah, I don't know if you guys... For that. I don't know if you guys knew, but uh, Walt promised $5 to anyone who came up with a gag or that sequence made that, that made it into the movie and made him laugh. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, that would make me <laughs> laugh. I'd we, give that guy five bucks. We did the we did the calculation. It's like seventy five bucks today. Wow! Five bucks in uh, in thirty seven. Well, it would have been like thirty four to thirty six. Yeah, between thirty four and thirty six when they were um, getting the, all the ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, so like it's it's like, but it's not the same level of joke that you have throughout the movie. So if you're already laughing at things, I don't know if you'd laugh at that. But when you're like watching in detail, you're like, what's with that? Wait, why is the key right there? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's kind of like a it's kind of like the punctuation mark at the end of the joke. Like mm. like the main gag is him throwing stuff falling, in. Yeah, like falling into the the vault and then he kind of cuz he looks at the key like really exaggeratedly, so it's kind of just like, "Oh, isn't that funny?" and then he's like, "Oh, he's so stupid, and that's why his name's Dopey." Maybe. Yeah, um, like maybe yeah. He's, maybe we're supposed to think that like it's a moment of him being dopey because he just hangs the key up next to the lock. Mm-hmm. But it's, that's definitely where it goes. I don't know. Maybe that's just know. where they're supposed to like hang it when they've unlocked it. When, when they're at work and then yeah. they take it home and he's not taking it home. 
Yeah, Dopey's just, you know, he's Dopey, so he just thinks that that's the place for the key, because when he gets here, that's where it hangs. You know, he tries his best. He's trying his best right now. (laughs) Right. But they don't give him a sharp end of a pickaxe. Like, when he's walking later on, he's got just, like, the scrapey, shovely part. Mm-hmm. He's got a like a like a hoe almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's why his job is to throw away the trash, which is still money. <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. They could definitely sell those like bad sounding diamonds. Nobody's gonna check how but it do sounds. They sell their diamonds? We don't know. We don't I know. mean, they say that they get rich from it, but like, huh? It's so makes confusing. no sense. Right, because they know they have value because they're saying they get rich. But then they're not using them for anything. So what value? And, they, and do they we really don't know have? what we dig them for. Yeah. I think the monster named Vault is a dragon. Yes. Okay. It's a dragon horde. Yes. Okay. And, and dragons, of course, have no use for uh, gold or princesses. They just gather them to reward right. the prince. They yes. just—I don't know—they like sleeping on gold for some. Okay, reason. so dragons are just okay. big, scaly magpies. That's true. They like sparkly <laughs> things. <laughs> okay. That tracks. Yeah. You know, birds, know reptiles, the... very closely related. Maybe it's got, like, mind powers. I'm still... Mind powers? Yeah. Is that mind you... powers or mind, mind powers? powers. <laughs> hey, it's both. A little, little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next note is that Dopey's clothes uh, throughout... The whole movie, they remind me a lot of how Mickey's clothes move in the Sorcerer's Apprentice yes. segment of Fantasia. Where, where, mm. where he puts on, like, the, over... The robe, yeah. The and robe it, like, shoots sticks. out over his fingers. Yeah. Um, all of that animation and the sleeves and the and the tail of his jacket, it all makes me think so much of the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah. And I suspect that the same animators were working on those sequences. Yeah, yeah just the way they march and everything, too. Yeah. So much of this movie, you can just see Fantasia... Yeah, and, and different segments of Fantasia. Like, the, the, the animals doing laundry is a different segment from, like, this dopey um, with the sleeves and the and the trailing jacket kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But I definitely do see Fantasia stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Dopey even has big ears. Yes. Because everyone does. else has a big nose. Yeah. So he stands out. Kind of. Some of them have a little bit of a smaller nose, or at least... A little bit smaller. Does. Happy has a smaller nose. Grumpy's nose is so big and red that it looks like a potato. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what we learned. in a potato bag later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's how we know. That's what he looks like. Yes. Um, I also noted with when they're marching, their gates, like their pace, isn't quite the same. Like they aren't they aren't moving exactly the same. They, Nobody's They are marching, marching at, the same, at the same pace. But everyone's leg is a different shape and size. Like they're their legs aren't quite the same length. Right. And so everyone has to move a little bit differently. And so it creates this really interesting, like depth to the animation and Mm -hmm. detail that, you know, everyone does their individual motions, but they can still coordinate and march in time, which sounds like it would be really, really difficult. Uh, yes. And then Dopey plays catch up. Yeah. Yeah, And so he's not even marching with them. That hitch step that Dopey does, the kind of like little skip, uh-huh. Uh, it comes into play later when it was first originated by the the animator Frank Thomas, but then Walt liked it so much when that he put it, it into other he, segments. That he asked Frank Thomas and the other animators to kind of redo their work and add it into other scenes, and so everyone fr- blamed Frank Thomas because Aww. of it because they had to redo work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's 
There's so much stuff that went into um, like this movie. Yes. That the the documentary that that Kestra and I watched uh, earlier this week, where we learned that it was like fifteen thousand different um, paint shades. Mm-hmm. Um, that still say, is just so mind blowing to me. Yeah, and it's um, over a quarter of a million animation cells. Wow. For wow. which which each one is hand uh, lined and painted. And they had like 200 inkers and painters or yeah, something o- like that. Yeah, over 100 um, over hun- inkers and painters, which were almost all women, yeah. actually. Yeah. Maybe that's why Dopey is drawn more like a woman, because there was a lot of woman animators. Well, they no, weren't the none animators. Of, none of the animators just, were women. They just were just the, oh. the people just the ink who... And paint. Oh, just the colorists. Yeah, they oh, would okay. outline and then which color is, in the art. I'm, I'm really intrigued by like this dichotomy that they had, where men could be like the animators drawing all the stuff, but all the cells were traced and painted by women. But then without the women being the inkers and painters, we wouldn't have Snow White's rosy cheeks. Yes. The women were the ones that figured out that they could use their Their actual makeup to give Snow White the rosy cheeks because they couldn't get it to work with, with paint. So that's actual, that's that's actual like makeup blush on Snow White's cheeks in every, in every frame. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, Yeah. I wanted to go back to with you saying um, they each have their kind of own. Is it like walking? Walking, uh, which kind of relates to each of their personalities in a way. Uh, they in the book it where is it? Hold on. That's Snow White and Seven Dwarfs: The Creation of Classic. <laughs> <laughs> because in so many of the adaptations of the Grimm's Brothers uh, fairy tale, uh, the dwarves didn't really have any characteristics or personalities that defined each of them until really this film. Yeah. It's not in the original story. There's just the seven of them. Yes. Uh, Walt wanted them to each have their own kind of personality. Uh, That is the wrong page. (laughs) So this is a a brother's grim story. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Have you read the original story or I know I I have a copy um, that I read for it. I imagine it ends much darker because they're fairy tales. Um, they be darker. They they at at Snow White and the Prince's wedding, the mm. queen is forced to put on uh, shoes that are made of iron but have been heated in a fire until they're red hot, and what? they watch her dance until she dies. That sounds oh, like okay. a Grimm's brother, uh, wow. a brother's Grimm ending. Yeah, it's, it sounds like a Grimm's brother's ending. Yeah, it's it's and and there are several ways that the queen tries to kill Snow White. Yeah, there's than, three different attempts. Other than the dagger and the apple. Yeah, bef- besides the huntsman and, and, and the, the apple, apple, she gives her a like a poisoned comb. A poisoned comb. And then she also um, laces up a corset too tight for her. Yeah, Ooh, that's a horrible way to go. Okay, <laughs> I found it. I found what I was looking for. Um, in the book, it says that uh, Walt wanted each dwarf to have their own personality so that they could define each character and then have the audience kind of relate to them and care for them mm-hmm. um, and accept them. It says here, accept them as individuals. And then it has several uh, drawings of the attempts of the original. Like some of the character sketches they were doing? They were doing in the original. And there are several of Dopey that are very different but similar at the same time okay and we'll go into dopey's name later in probably a few weeks when you're when joseph's on joseph is on um but there are these very interesting pictures here that 
Um, Those look even more gnomish than... That look very gnomish, don't they? Like, one of them is just, like, red and green and looks exactly like a grumpy gnome. Yeah, it does. (laughs) And then some of them, some of the... So those ones were by Ferdinand Howarth. How... how, Horvath. Horvath. I'm reading it upside down so Andrew can see it. Um, And then there's these that were designed by other animators. It doesn't specify. Okay. And some of them Let me explain to you what's going on in these other seven. Uh, So we have uh, Grumpy, who has kind of like a Gandalf's wizard's hat, but it's not quite so pointed. Mm -hmm. Um, So he looks a little bit Gandalf-y, I would say. Uh, we have Happy, who is, you know those, uh, that gag where somebody's naked, but they're wearing a barrel with suspenders? Yes. <laughs> He's doing that, except instead of suspenders, there's actually just holes in the barrel for his arms. What? So he's just, he's just wearing a barrel. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, Deffy, Deffy the dwarf. Who, who was a... That's one, not one of the uh, final candidates. He, he was one of the ones that was really that made it really far into the process. Yeah, there was a, a big selection. We're saving the total number for for Joseph when he's a guest, but there was a big selection of different names, and so Deffy was one of the candidates. Uh, he's wearing like a two handled Stein on his head. <laughs> um, then we have Sleepy is wearing like like a long handled shallow pan on his head. Like kind of a Johnny Appleseed thing, but the pan is shallow. That's so bizarre. Bashful, I think, is in you know. Okay, um, <laughs> like a like a yeah, like a chimney topper, or or like a chimney topper that looks like um, a, a water tower top, like a stereotypical top of a building water tower that's got like a little bit of a roof, but it's totally round. Yeah, he looks like he's wearing that. Um, <laughs> and it's cut out like half of it. Yeah, there's like a, like a portion of the bottom is cut out for him to stick his head out. He's also smoking <laughs> a cigarette. Wow. Uh, Doc has feathers on his hat and his elbows. Yep. Is he a bird? <laughs> I don't know. And then, but he does have that that chest that Doc seems. To yeah, have he, in this, he he in this he film. that looks the most like Doc still. Um, and then Dopey is in like a big cauldron, but his feet stick out the bottom. And, they, he's, and he's wearing, wearing heels. He's wearing sh- not platforms. just heels. He's wearing shoes that are like platforms, but there's two platforms per shoe and a big gap in the middle. So like his foot is a bridge over the the, and the pillars. Wearing... And his hat looks um, sort of like a stereotypical like Asian straw hat where it's just um, like a like a shallow cone. Yeah. Like um, a, but it doesn't look like it's made of straw. Yeah. It's, it's very, very interesting. Why are they, they wearing, like, dishes? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's a very odd interpretation. But maybe we just think it's odd because of what we have. Keep right. the Asian straw hat thing in mind, because there's a moment later in the movie where you'll see, like, a visual reference to that early design, I think. Okay. Uh, but then they came to the, 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 the... They settled on what we have. What we have, and... Doc is the tallest, and they measured it by heads. So he's a quarter of a head taller than the rest of the dwarfs. Uh-huh. Grumpy's average, uh-huh. and Dopey is the shortest. Which I wouldn't have thought, because Dopey is also the thinnest, so I, I always pictured him, I guess, as being a little taller. Yes. Maybe that's why Doc is in charge, because he's, like, the tallest one. 
I, I, I'll take it. <laughs> are we are we applying Invader Zim logic here? Yeah, he, the, he's tallest the tallest is so charged. He, wins. he might mm-hmm. also be the oldest. If they're all brothers. Yeah, yeah, I would suspect he is. And then it just has details on on what the animators wanted for each for, one for each one to have. I know, like um, only what two of them have droopy hats, um, grumpy and sleepy. So there's like details like that that well, they put in. The uh, sometimes Dopey has a droopy hat, and sometimes uh, Sneezy does too. But for the most part, they're kind of up up. At least in the back, pointed up instead of just drooping down to their back. Right. Which doesn't make a lot of sense, physics-wise. <laughs> like the hats? Yeah. yeah. The hats in general, I, I don't quite understand. How do they stay on? Yeah. Also, um, like, one of their hats got laundered today, so I guess they have spares? Like some, like a bird dropped a hat on the deer oh, that's when true. it was taking the laundry out. But didn't or was like there an eighth hats? brother... Oh. They kill it. Is he the vault dragon? Did he eat something and turn into the vault dragon? I don't know about that. That's a little outlandish, sweetheart. <laughs> um, maybe maybe, 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 seven. maybe there crazy. used to be. So they never clean or do laundry, right? So there was he, he, tidy, all these tidy clothes, the dwarf. But there's all these clothes. Tidy the dwarf. But there's all these clothes, right? Yeah. But if they never do uh-huh. laundry, then that means that they just wear these same clothes all the time. Which means right. all those clothes belong to other dwarves that were like, sacrificed to the many? dragon. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it got real dark. I was going to say, unless it's like Doug and they have just the same outfit. A closet you know? full of yeah. the same outfit. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, so. No, they just never do their laundry. Those are, the, those are the leftover clothes from all the other dwarves. That's really scary. Yeah, that's really scary. Is it like the... Like, the Athenians have to sacrifice, like, two children every year to the Minotaur or something? Um, <laughs> yeah, similar. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, I know in the show Once Upon a Time, which I have not watched. Which I have. Um, I, I know they talked watched. about, they did They did have an eighth dwarf, dwarf and his name was Stealthy. Yes. <laughs> and he dies. And he I just think. disappeared? <laughs> uh, no, he, he died during an adventure, but he, he oh. was, like... He was sneaky, and he could get around things, and nobody would see him. They're like, where'd you come from, Stealthy? He's like, um, it's just what I do. Yeah, he, he dies. I don't remember how he dies. It was in one of the earlier seasons. That's yeah. But he dies. So, I don't know what's going on with all the clothes and the, the different names, but um, is, is that all we've got for this week? I wanted to comment... Or today, not this week. ...on the bridge that they walk across. It's a tree. Yes. But it doesn't look like they just cut down a tree. It looks like the tree is growing that way, almost. Because the, the, the roots don't... The roots don't seem to be, like, poking completely out of the ground. It looks like they're hmm. kind of just so weaving around... The, it may have the been pushed head. over, but still attached to the one side. I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, that's possible. That can happen. Yeah, I like, mean, trees do crazy cool things. Yeah, you can yeah. you can take a tree and turn it over and plant it leaf side down, and, and leaves will sprout sprout out of the roots. Yeah, yeah. There is um there's a forest in Poland. It's called the Crooked Forest, and a large section of trees, all of them, were bent ninety degrees at some point while they were young, and then oh. like maintained at that angle for a while. So. And then, and then they, you know, all curved around, but they kept growing. 
so there's this large section of like hundred year old trees that have this 90 degree, 90 degree um, corner in them. Wow. Why? That's awesome. I don't know. Somebody. I have like, so many questions. <laughs> like, why would you do that to a bunch of young trees? I feel like some ritual was done. Ritual. <laughs> but, and, and they were all turned at like in the same direction. So they all yeah. like curve the same way. Weird. And it's, it's a little disconcerting, but it's really awesome. I'm going to look that that's up some, when we're done. <laughs> that's some weird, like, Nonsense. geometry magic. <laughs> Why? What were like, you'll doing? see it, and it is, like, a perfect 90 degree, and then it, like, curves back to going up and down. Wow. How, mm. like, how many trees? Like, tons and tons of them? Like, a, I would say at least a grove. Wow. Um, but I don't know how many. Like, it's called the Crooked Forest. I will, I, I have to look in Poland. That, that fascinates okay, me. Okay, yeah, like I'm Human pulling it up because never I want to fascinate me. I'm I'm pulling it up right now because I want to like get more details or at least like see a picture so I can estimate the number of trees. <laughs> like, like who who wakes up one day and says, "You know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to bend some trees. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to make this forest weird so that everyone who comes after me and comes to this land will be like, "Why?" <laughs> and they'll never know. It was just for okay. me. Okay. It was so I would always um, have a speech when I walked into the woods. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Whoa. I just showed Kestra. What? Did you look it up yet? No, not look. yet. I, oh, okay. I have to see this. Um, the, the Crooked Forest is a grove of oddly shaped pine trees in Poland. 400 pines planted around 1930. Wow. Um, it is generally believed that some form of human tool or technique was used to make the trees grow this way, but Nobody the knows. method and motive are not are not currently known. Um. Okay. They look like Maui's fish hook. Like they all. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. all look like Maui's fish hook. I'm so concerned. Yeah, the way they angle. Yeah. Because they also like a lot of them like kind of correct to get back over their central roots. Right. Instead of just going up. Oh, man, I want to go here. Yeah, they're just all bent right at the ground, and then they all just kind of curve back around huh. to, to correct their their unnatural position. This is yep. that's so, so weird. That, so that, I could believe I that be... somebody, like, tipped over a tree to make a bridge. Oh, yeah. Maybe. But, like, this this makes me uncomfortable a lot of patience. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable looking at pictures <laughs> of that forest. That's just wrong. Somebody... Oh, there's, there's one picture that has them, like, in the fog in winter, and it's oh, very no. disconcerting. Because <laughs> there was enough see snow on the ground. If there was like enough snow on the ground. You would think they were normal trees. Like if you just like came upon it, and then like if you came back later, you'd be like, "What happened here?" <laughs> oh, but yeah, the ones with the snow or or like the foggy winter where you can't see very far into the forest is very upsetting. Yeah, I will not go through that forest. It looks like they grew around like big pillars like or columns or that were like knocked over. Yeah, yeah. So it'd like be lines of trees. Oh, this is They're so fascinating. Nervous. It makes me want to do like tree growing art. <laughs> like bonsai? No, I've like, seen some pretty cool ones. Like manipulating trees, like pulling their branches in a certain way. Like yeah. I've seen people can like make a chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like form a chair together. And like squares and, and out of branches and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and, and braid stuff together, but it's it's fascinating. But this nature's was like cool. almost a hundred yes. years ago. To Speaking what of end? nature, yes. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention that also has to do with nature is the waterfall. That waterfall is falling down onto a tree. Mm-hmm. 
Like it's, it's if you falling look, off of a tree, it looks like it looks like it's just pouring onto tree. From a tree. It doesn't look like it's coming from a cliff or anything. Yeah, like we don't know where it's coming from. But oh. all you can see is like that water is definitely falling on like tree branches. Yeah. It yeah, looks it like is. are like roots growing out of it. Um I don't know. I, I really like this shot. I think it's really pretty. Like the water and the And the sunset. Yeah. The, the sunset. And I, it looks like there's like this little thing of mushrooms growing on the left. Yeah. It's a very good job, like, combining the um, the animator's work with the background paintings. Because, mm-hmm. like, that water has to be not part of the background, but it has to be working with the background. Right. Mm-hmm. So they did, uh, like, a very good job with that whole sequence, that shot. Yeah. I just think it's really, um, like, it's really cool, like, the detail with the water, too. Just all mm-hmm. the little droplets and everything. Yeah, there's very much like a fantasy image of the water kind of coming down over what looks like trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, is that it for, for today? That's all I have. I think so. Okay. Then we'll be back tomorrow with more of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. But if you want more of Cassandra and Norman, you can go to... Uh, DuelingGenre.com. And we're also on Twitter at LOTR Minute. All right. And uh, you can get... Information about me and Kestra at protagonistpodcast.com slash dame. Or you can just come back to the same podcast feed tomorrow. The easy way to do that is to subscribe. Uh, And we will be talking about more of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. But until tomorrow, just whistle while you work.